Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. What's up, you guys? Hope you're having a great day. I am super excited about this episode as it is an interview sit-down chat with one of my longtime friends, mentors, and someone who has inspired me and pushed me to grow and develop into the individual that I am today. As you will hear, he was also uh, played an important role in my life in a certain way. So uh, listen for that in this episode. But honestly, this episode was so fun to record and truly appreciate him taking the time to sit down and chat with me. We dive into everything from his process and the growth that he has throughout his life, who's inspired him, what channeled his discipline and his focus to be where he's at today and to create the structure that he has in his life today to allow him to live the life of freedom that he lives with his family, his friends, and his pursuit to be the best version of himself on a daily basis. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As always, let me know what you think. Leave me a review. And without further ado, the one and only Brad Halsman. Welcome, you guys. Uh, Today, I am super pumped because I'm sitting here with my good friend, Brad Halsman. And uh, I just want to give you a bit of my history and background with him first and foremost, and then I'll let him introduce himself and what uh, sort of brought him to sitting here in front of me today. Um, So Brad and I have known each other for, oh, what is it now? Five-ish? Five-ish years? Oh, that? Five-ish years. Uh, So five-ish years, I started coaching him back at uh, one of my old gyms that I used to work at. And he used to chirp me every morning, um, every day, as, every, every single day, <laughs> as the green new coach that I was, um, and it stressed the hell out of me when I first started because <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. Um, but over that period of time, I uh, really got to know him, and he's been a, an inspiration for me and someone that has challenged me uh, over the last few years. Um, my history, I've I've had a lot of people in my life that have pushed my mentality and challenged my mindset uh, to progress and to grow and to get me to where I am today. And Brad hangs up there with the best of them um, in regards to challenging me in that regards. He was also the, I guess, can we call you the officiant? I think we Legally? Can. <laughs> I think we can, right? The officiant at my wedding um, and was one of the first people to know the not-so-secret relationship that I was having with my, my wife at the time. Not-so-secret. Uh, no. The not-so-secret um, <laughs> that is now very public. Uh, but yeah, he was officiant at, uh, at our wedding, and um, I'm sure you guys will understand once you hear and listen to this episode with him uh, just why he's such an impactful person in my life, um, and I hope you guys get a lot out of this, uh, out of this episode. So with that, welcome, Brad. Thank, thank you for being on. Thank you. It's, it's uh, very exciting for me. And uh, when you mention all of the things that uh, where we started out with, the marrying you and Karen, <laughs> by far one of the highlights of anything I've ever done, by far. It was a fun day. Super fun day. Yeah. Very fun day. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so today, the main thing that I wanted to dive in with you on was we've talked a lot in the past about structure and about discipline and about... Um, thought process in life and uh, the main sort of topic about today is that sort of discipline that we hold in our life and in our journey 
And I wanted to begin just with your journey and what brought you to this place now where you really exemplify holding structure and having structure in your life so that you can have the freedom in which you want uh, to fulfill and live your life um, with your family and your friends and hobbies and everything else that you do. So I wanted you to just get a little better background from what sort of was a starting trigger point for you maybe in that realm that started to make you think bigger and challenge yourself a little bit more and brought you to today. First, first thing that came to mind with that Morgan was, uh, you are a, a product of your environment and I was a product of a very organized woman. So growing up in a household where my mom was the, uh, the runner of the house, so to speak, and a person who, uh, had a mind and, uh, a a being that had everything sorted out, uh, made sure that, uh, you know, three meals a day were put in front of a husband and kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, laundry was done on a regular basis by whomever, yeah. uh, folded, put away the, uh, the, the beds were made, vacations were planned, uh, hockey, uh, which I was involved in was already always lined up, uh, tournaments, etc. Uh, babysitting, uh, the logistics of getting through a day, you know, as a kid, you have no idea, uh, what goes on, but in retrospect, you know, I have the opportunity having that experience myself now mm-hmm. and looking back on, on that, I, I have, I've replicated a lot or have taken learnings from a lot from simply how I grew up, you know, the, the, uh, uh, nurture versus nature stuff. Yeah. Uh, nurture was a big part of, of the beginnings of that. Uh, the extension of that is uh, your own personal character. Uh, my character and personality is largely a uh, an organized state. I'm an engineer, so yeah. that's a you know that's a default uh, yeah. that that'll uh, you know raise some eyebrows and go, oh yeah, uh, yeah. to a lot of people out there. I can respect it because my dad's an engineer too, so yeah. I get it. I understand you it. You get it. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're I I work in a a largely black and white space as far as what engineers are. I tend to be a far more colorful engineer than most, uh, which is a benefit to my career for sure, but it certainly ties into the um, aspect of uh, controlling an outcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a fault at times as well, control of outcome, uh, and one I've tripped over on many occasions as well, uh, putting way too much... um, too much emphasis on uh, on an outcome and just driving driving an outcome regardless of everything else that's happening. So those those are hard lessons learned along the way. Yeah. Um, but it has subscribed to the kind of person that I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, softened uh, softened as I age, but um, I think in a in a far better way than uh, I I have been in the past. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Mom was the primary driver that way with all the, the stuff that was going on. Yeah, um, largely. Yeah. At the same time, my father was RCMP, so yeah. uh, that is, uh, you know, it's, it's law enforcement. Yeah, so it was a very <laughs> rigid structure, 
to, in that regard from a personality perspective? Uh, not, really. not really. My, my dad is uh, the, one of the softest, most gentle people I've, mm. I've ever known. Uh, that said, he's, you know, he, he was, uh, he came up through a, a very, um, uh, a legal, a legal aspect. He's yeah. forensic, uh, he's a forensic identification okay. uh, officer with the RCMP. So he, you know, he saw the, the ugly side of, yeah. of humanity. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got to, I was exposed to the ugly side on the way through. So right. it gave me something to, to offset myself against. Yeah. Which is also helpful. Yeah. And it gives you perspective a little bit that way. In the moment, not so much. Not so but, much. But uh, like, latent impact is yeah. sizable. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, like the connections with your, your growing up in my life that way. Cause my dad wasn't our stream. My dad was an engineer, as I say, but, um, my uh, grandfather and uh, uncle were both police and so seeing their uh, state of beings and how they were right like you say like my grandfather being Vancouver PD um, hearing the stories of him in the workforce but then also at home it's that that impact that they can have even though their work is so intense and rigid and and very structured that way then there's the soft side that at home that they they came back with um, whereas my mom, uh, the chaotic nature of raising two kids and, and whatnot, especially with my dad. And at the time when I was growing up, he was, uh, traveling a lot. Mm -hmm. So there'd be periods of time where he was gone for three, four months, mm -hmm. um, to, uh, overseas and everything. And at the time, like you say, you kind of just in it, but then afterwards you look back and you realize the scope of it all. Um, with organization and my mom is very structured that way uh, from time she was 18 years old she always goes back to like 18 onwards she had her ledger of finances and everything laid out and all this stuff and just super structured that way and then when my sister and I came along the same thing oh yeah right you know it's as well as I do you throw yeah. kids in the mix and yeah. it, it's a necessity and yeah. you uh, to use a u-term you have to level up yeah. you just flat yeah. out have to yeah you know, uh, it's it's not a it's not a choice. No. You just have to. Yeah. So for you, once you sort of entered into adulthood, I, your parents have continued to obviously have an influence. Was there anyone else that sort of stepped in that started to challenge you in a mindset or a thought process or in sort of your daily life kind of way? Many. Uh, they, came from, they come from everywhere. Uh, that They have been... Uh, teachers along the way, mm. uh, which remain influential uh, to me. There's a few highlights. I think everybody has a few highlights of uh, teachers that have said something or challenged you or have sparked something in you that you may mm. or may not recognize at the time uh, that, that you carry. And I certainly have those along the way, both uh, uh, even through elementary school, there's, I can tie a couple yeah. of small things back. back to them? Yeah. To a degree. You yeah. know, the, it's murky, but there there are elements that, you know, you have a moment in your life and you go, oh, wow, where'd that come from? Yeah. And it, uh, you can sneak it back to whomever. Sometimes it's way back then. Sometimes it's uh, uh, closer to now, but there's, yeah. there certainly is that. Yeah. Uh, so teachers is, is a big one. Your university profs, uh, to extend that out. Um, my peers... And uh, my peers, both personally and professionally, have always been a, a lightning rod for that in a yeah. large way. I've always been drawn to people 
uh, people and organizations, mostly the people side, who catch my interest uh, via inspiration or mm -hmm. uh, small little elements of who they are that I find interesting. Mm -hmm. And they come from across a, a very wide breadth of uh, personality and uh, expertise or, or what they do in life, right. uh, which has been very good for me because, you know, you in your work life, or at least for my work life, I'm exposed to a very set type of personality most of the time. Mm -hmm. Work uh, largely construction-based um, infrastructure building type uh, environments mm -hmm. uh, full of engineers and you know, you never want to stereotype, but uh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's a certain yeah. type of, of people that become engineers. And, yeah. uh, so I am one, yep. so I have to throw myself in there too. Yeah. Uh, but when you isolate yourself to a, a certain group of people, uh, I think you limit the hell out of yourself. And that's, yeah. uh, that's no good for you or anybody else that's associated to you. Yeah. So um, it's been a challenge for me to, to uh, sometimes step out of my, my comfort zone. Uh, yeah. But every time I do, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and enlightened. Not usually in the moment. Yeah. But uh, a little later on, I'll go, oh, wow, that was a good idea. I should do that again. Right. Yeah. And, and off it goes. Yeah. Right, you don't always have to agree or be on the same page with with it, but it's opening your door, opening your scope of vision to yeah, you bet. To what else is happening? In you know, and if I threw that into fitness, yeah, uh, exactly. it was like seven ish years ago. I I tried uh, CrossFit for the first time. Yeah, I was scared to hell. Yeah. Just stepping into the box, and I was intimidated uh, for a number of reasons. I'd never done it before. I was just, feeling fat. Just real quick. Just so you guys know, if you're listening, Brad is not a small guy. He's about my size, about 6'3", built like a brick. So Not as good looking as you, though. Well, you know, I got a few younger years younger, <laughs> so I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, but yeah, not a small guy. So when, when you hear him say he's intimidated coming into a space, if you met him and you know his personality and as you hear him talk... It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a, bit, it's a bit hard to imagine. And I totally yeah. understand that because I'm yeah. used to commanding a room. Yeah. Uh, but a, even uh, even those uh, kind of a very humanizing element yeah. is uh, everybody's got their shit. Yeah, and I certainly have it too. Yeah. And it, it, at that time, I was pushing two fifty two. Uh, couldn't walk up a set of stairs really? without uh, without sucking yeah. wind. Yeah, I had been working six or seven days a week, stupid hours, thinking I was doing the right thing, and mm -hmm. uh, I finished off a project. I think it was July 14th, 2013. There you go. Okay. Benchmark that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, it came to a close and it was that day I said to myself, I can't do this anymore. I feel like hell. I'm not going to get anywhere with myself. I'm going to end up fat and dead before I know it. And at the time I was, Jesus, 30... Math is terrible. I'm an engineer, right? 34? 34-ish. You, you manage people now. You don't do that. That's true. Yeah. That that's, is why, true. that's what I say to my dad, at least now. Thank God for that. <laughs> Metrics. Damn yeah. you. Uh, yeah, so I was yeah. that age, and uh, which is, now I look back, I was like pretty young. Yeah. 
<laughs> and not uh, not my best self. Not right. anywhere close to my best self when I thought I was. Right. And I got yeah. uh, kind of hit between the eyeballs on that one. And since that time, I'm I've evolved myself. It certainly mm -hmm. wasn't uh, right off the bat. I've evolved myself to be very conscious of my fitness, very mm -hmm. conscious of my fit mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a regular gym goer five or six days a week mm -hmm. as a non-negotiable. Yeah. I feel fantastic. Certainly not 252 anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, lean, mean, and, and uh, fighting machine now. Yeah. So it's, it's great. So you say at that time, you felt as though you were like at your, your best self at that period of time back I thought, then? Or I, you wouldn't, thought you were, I wouldn't call it was my best self. I thought I was doing the right thing. You thought you were doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. And then it was the trigger of, like, was it the going into that in new environment and being like, whoa, this is... It was uh, coming to the end of a project uh, and letting my... Just the letdown mm. or the release of the job being done uh, was enough white space for me to recognize this is not worth doing this way. Mm. Okay. And is that what kind of triggered you then to start really emphasizing discipline and sort of that control in your life that way? Or was there bits of that already? It was a bits of that already. It was just, it was just moving in a, in a mm. direction that wasn't healthy. Right. I was super disciplined. Yeah. I was ugly disciplined. Right, right, right. Just in the wrong shit. Yeah, yeah. Entirely the wrong yeah. stuff. Which I think is a good, it's an important point and uh, thing to understand that like I talk about this from a uh, movement perspective and a body perspective in regards to our, our brain and our body being prediction machines, that our brain is essentially a prediction machine and it wants to keep us alive. Mm. And so if the prediction that it's making based on what it's receiving is correct, then it's going to be happy. But that prediction doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing, mm. right? It could have a prediction that really is not good for us, but because it's what it's predicting, mm -hmm it's going to feel great and it's going to do that output. So there's good prediction, there's bad prediction, just like you can be disciplined doing the wrong shit, even though it might feel at the time like it's the right thing to do, quote unquote, for your life. I At the time, I was moving in, in uh, no direction. I mm. had put no work into determining where I wanted to go. Right. So uh, I was a fairly new father at the time. Mm -hmm. And the default thinking with, without putting effort, any effort into it was provide for your family, right. do the best you can. And that's, and that's all I had. I right. wasn't, uh, I didn't take it any deeper than that at the time, yeah. uh, beyond you must go to work, you must provide, uh, an income so your family is safe and they yeah. can do all the things that, uh, that they want to do. Your health to hell with it, right? It didn't kind of factor in, yeah, because yeah, I, I didn't have a big enough perspective of myself mm. uh, or anyone associated to me right. to think that far ahead. Right, right. So what brought you to something that you mentioned to me um, as far as things that we wanted to discuss was morning routine. Yeah. So when did that start? Was uh, that at that time where things started to roll that way or was that more recent? Uh, it's been an evolution. It's always been an evolution, far more concentrated in the last few years than mm -hmm. it ever has been. Uh, my uh, my success, so to speak, uh, is is driven from setting up some very boring things. Mm -hmm. 
Boring but necessary. Boring but uh, fruitful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what I mean by that is my mornings are exceptionally predictable. Okay. Uh, they're they're stupid predictable <laughs> and they're they're ungodly boring. Yeah. Uh, but what that does for me is it sets up the time for me to get several things done and out the door. I don't have to tax my brain in any way before mm. I begin an actual day. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by that is I get up every day at 5.30. Right. Every day. Yeah. I uh, have a protein shake, a banana. I go to the gym. Yeah. I uh, sweat it out for an hour. I come home, shower, breakfast for myself and my son. We get ourselves out the door. I hit, the, uh, hit public transit. At a specified time that gets him to, to school on time, gets me to work on time. Mm -hmm. My gym stuff was already ready to go the night before. I have a fairly decent idea what I'm going to put on. Really boring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is not exciting no. in any way. Not at all. And uh, because I get up at the same time every day, the weekend usually carries exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, and I, I get restless if it doesn't. Right. So yeah. stupid boring, but what, what that does for me is uh, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Right. Uh, I've, uh, it began as elements, little elements of that to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they queued up so that uh, I'm successful getting off uh, my day. My son is uh, successful getting his day started. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what's going to happen too. Right. Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that clarity is huge. So it takes five minutes to get his shoes on. I'm yeah. ready for that. <laughs> I know yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, my breakfast is, is generally the same thing every day. Super yeah. boring. Yeah. Uh, but it, it sets me up to begin each day uh, strong, and mm -hmm. that's extended lately into setting a priority list of uh, what needs to be accomplished every day. First mm -hmm. thing, uh, when I actually get to work or, or mm -hmm. sit down here once everybody's uh, taken care of. Yeah. So that uh, that's extended. It's also blown up a little further into becoming a social accountability exercise as well. Mm. Uh, what we'll likely get into is, you know, I've got a, I've got a, board of directors so to speak of a group of guys that yeah. we're all very tight together yeah. and uh, I exchange a list of priorities for the day right. of what needs to get done first thing in the morning Okay, and we eat the frog we do the hard thing first I, okay. I send it out to them they yeah. send theirs to me and off we go and we check in with our progress the next day on what we what we laid out yeah. uh, and we are uh, we call each other out as required yeah when it when it becomes necessary right. sometimes we're calling ourselves out yeah yeah so that's a that's a kind of a, a discipline equals freedom type of yeah. uh, way of doing things it's a you know a jocko willink uh type thing uh and uh you know win the morning win the day kind of exercise yeah. uh i love tim ferris yeah yeah so did it start like how did you start that for yourself because there's multi, there's multiple components to that, right? Oh, For some people, just yeah. getting up at five thirty in the morning is the hardest thing in life. Yeah, especially right? when you're not used to doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, when I, I spoke to a friend this morning, who I ran into, yeah. and he was uh, on his way to the gym, just going, I, and was, uh, you know, th threw out a caveat in there. 
I'll never do the 5 a.m. thing. Right. I said, yeah, but you're beginning now. You're going. You're showing up. High five to you. You yeah. got to start somewhere. Yeah. And when I started out, uh, the 6 a.m. CrossFit classes were straight up hell to, yeah, yeah. to get figured out. Now they're now they're just default lifestyle. Yeah. So part of what you do. be uh, you know if I if I throw in a, a Robin Sharma quote, uh, you know, dream big, start small, begin now. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. yeah. Just do that. Do it once. Yeah. Just take action on that. Just right give her. Yeah. So was that kind of, would you say out of those components, was that the starting point for you was just getting that timeline, like setting the timeline for your day that it starts at this time and then moves on from there? Uh, I feel early days, well, actually the very first day and when I, even before I considered going to a CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. I uh, have always been one to ensure my success at something by thinking out an end result mm. okay. yeah kind of reverse engineering kind of from more there. or less yeah. yeah begin with the end yeah. uh you know you don't need to know all the steps to get there but if you begin yeah. the end you'll find your way yeah and to ex- uh, maximize my uh, ability to succeed it yeah. was going to be do it in the morning because i wouldn't have any excuses later in the day yeah so get up and do it yeah uh began as a, a couple of days a week yeah just to, just to do to it. Build that. Yeah. Yeah. And then build up from there. Build from there. Yeah. It starts yeah. small. Yeah. Starts small. The uh, trying to, uh, trying to be the end right off the bat is is never going to happen. And yeah. uh, unfortunately for me, you know, you have to learn the hard way. I am a terrible at needing to learn the hard way at everything. Just gotta fall uh, fall flat on your face first a little bit and then. Fair what enough. I've learned and, and how I mentor anybody that works with me is you are, I am, and, and anybody that works with me is in, uh, empowered to fail as much as they are empowered to succeed. Because mm-hmm. without the ability to fall on your face, you, yeah. success isn't there. Yeah. No, it's exactly. no, no chance. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore that way. Yeah. Um, I love that. So what would you say if you were to outline like appropriate expectations if someone was to be like listening to this and going okay i want to start to create and win the morning for myself Mm -hmm. what are some appropriate expectations to have for yourself in that regards uh okay it's gonna go kind of heavy deep all all of a sudden but (laughs) uh you need to know where you need to go first (laughs) you need to put the work into yourself to understand who the who you are why you got there and where you want to go yeah yeah Heavy, heavy yeah. e- amount of effort. Yeah. Um, until I did that exercise, which was only about three years ago. Yeah. Then I got good at it. Right. Uh, because I had a, a deeper understanding of why I became the person that I am, mm-hmm. uh, who I was right then and there. Was it like an ownership thing? It was uh, partly like you partly ownership over how you got to where you were. Understanding on first. Right. If I had to go through an exercise of understanding how I got here in the first place, mm-hmm. understanding what that was, uh, and and then owning it. Yeah. Okay. This is this is me. Yeah. Uh, I did that solely. Uh, you know, controversial figure, Mr. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, a an exercise or a program called self-authoring. Okay. It was profound for yeah. me to go through that, and it took me months to uh, do it, like literally months. 
to whip through that exercise, but it was so informative on figuring me out, figuring out what I am, what I, how I impact the world, and how the impact of the world has impacted me right. that got to me to being who I am. Yeah, and that gave me the opportunity to. Uh, help build out my understanding of what my purpose is on this world, mm -hmm. what I'm really good at, and where I want to take it. Mm -hmm. That exercise has underscored the the need or the desire to be disciplined in my choices. Right. Uh, and a further exercise and, and effort that I've done uh, with my group of dudes, my board members, yeah. has been to sort out and, and build out my definite major purpose in life and, right. and the pillars associated to that. Yeah. That is my, is my guidepost yeah. uh, that serves me to become the disciplined person that I've, I can be in mm -hmm. some elements of my life and be able to cast off the things that don't subscribe to that. Right, right. And I do that with clear conscience now. Yeah. So it's like identifying those things and coming to that understanding of self first, right? An understanding of self and uh, it also, for me, has been helpful in removing the anxiety mm. of decision. Mm. Yeah. Am I making the right choice? Uh, yeah. Now I have a now I have a benchmark to go against or a guidepost yeah. to to lean on. I said, yeah, this is this is why I can make this decision and be in full alignment with me yeah. and feel good about it yeah i think that's such a good point of making the decision and choosing like regardless of which way someone goes is often the most like anxious moment can be it can be right? can be whereas it that's can be what, crippling yeah that's what holds people back from doing anything it's just making that choice whereas the next step after it is often okay and often fine but it's that nature of actually just taking that step and making that decision and being okay with an outcome. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, <laughs> if it's what you wanted or not. You bet. Yeah. yeah. It And often it's not. Mm -hmm. Or not exactly, not exactly like you thought. It's yeah. never exactly how you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, my, my group of dudes, a uh, fantastic bit of advice that I got fairly recently was, yeah. it's all going to be okay in yeah. the end. <laughs> and such a simple, cliched statement. Yeah. But when you take it to heart, so what I find is I've had a few of these conversations recently where it's, it is the simple cliche statements like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we as a society tend to just overcomplicate the shit out of everything. Everything. And it truly comes down to like, you know, like I say, asking about appropriate expectations, even that in itself of blowing it up into the bigger thing that needs to be mm -hmm. right. Just setting the stage of being okay either way. And being willing to just take the step forward. Yes. Uh, sometimes you need a little help getting there too. Sure. And I, I certainly have had a lot of help getting there. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, uh, in my case, there's been some several catastrophic life events mm -hmm. in short succession that have deeply helped me mm -hmm. get to, it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the end, it's going to be all right. Yeah. You will survive this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think that's the thing, right? Is in the moment we can get really caught up in everything that's going on. Um, and it's just, you have that little barrier, that little step back for yourself 
and a support network as well. Support it, network is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Not only to support you and hold you up at times, but to to challenge you as well and to give you that little shove of like, hey. They, they're uh, for me. They've been fantastic in all aspects in the support side, the hold you up side, as well as the uh, calibrator when you're on the other end of that too. Mm. Uh, so you don't uh, get too hoity-toity on yeah. your what you think are fantastic accomplishments. Right. Enjoy them, yeah. celebrate them. Yeah. I'll put them down. Yeah. Helps in the gym too, right? When you go to throw an extra forty-five aside. A hundred percent. Oh, you bet. Yeah. 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 You get. To, you know, I'm a I'm a world-class chirper in the gym, oh, and, yeah. and I I take it too. Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. it well. Yeah. It's, and it's honestly, it's fun. It's my favorite part of. Uh, the, the group of people that I uh, have worked out with for years now, mm-hmm. um, they are largely a big function of my support network, right. whether they know it or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something too is there's not always that, it doesn't, our expectation of it being both ways, right? Like a support network or the, the people that help you stay disciplined in your life, it's not always a give and take each way, right? And that's fine. It's not 50-50. Right, yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah. And there's so many things that go into that. You know, yeah. people are people. The, the characters of people uh, uh, contribute to that. The level of kindness that uh, kicks in there. Mm. All kinds of things. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, not an, it's not an equal basis. Yeah. Never is. So you set your morning routine. You have that in place once you like built it out slowly right slow progression i think i'm good now but i know it's going to change yeah it has to constantly going to evolve obviously you have certain aspects that probably maintain but then as things evolve and change uh you have to make adjustments yeah um another recent learn for me is oh god another cliche quote uh, what got you here won't get you there. Mm. So what I think I'm great at now and is, and is uh, making me uh, feel like I'm having a great life isn't going to make for a great life right. later. Right. It's just like a, in the moment right now. Right now it works. Yeah, right yeah. now it works. Right. So after you set that routine and you had and you, you have that in place now, how do you find or what did, what not changes but throughout your day what is sort of the ebbs and flows of the discipline throughout your day? Because I know that in your field, mm-hmm. it's quite a disciplined field. But like you say, you kind of, you throw a little spice in there. I do, you yeah. You throw a little variance in there. Now, mm-hmm. is that conscious for yeah. you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's premeditated most of the time. Right. Yeah. And so that nature and that, that environment being a very disciplined environment, and, and rightfully so given like the, the tasks that are at hand, mm-hmm. What's the reasoning for throwing in that little bit of spice for yourself? It's fun. Yeah. Uh, Character-wise, it's fun for me, but Mm -hmm. it's also... um, (sighs) How would you relate that to the discipline side of it? Uh, Discipline equals freedom for me, and it Mm -hmm. creates a lot of space, but uh, when the space becomes stagnant or the environment becomes Mm -hmm. uh, too normal, uh, a little edge to bump you out of it always yields something... Uh, unexpected, with, right. whether good or bad. Yeah. Uh, so in, in my professional life, I, I live in a very rigid, process-driven mm-hmm. uh, environment. So 
knowing all the rules allows you to bend them uh, mm -hmm. from time to time. And when you throw, uh, throw a, a, a 90 in here, here and there, especially with the teams that you work with, yeah. kind of bumps them off their normal routine and has them thinking slightly differently. Right. Whether that works out or not, to be determined, but at least it gives it a shot at uh, improvement or innovation. Right. So discipline doesn't necessarily always, isn't meaning this rigid structure with it. No, because right? that's important to know. No, can't be that. Yeah. No, but it, it, what it does do is allow you the opportunity to create some space for new things to happen. Right. Right. Gives opens, opens opportunities. That you bet. Yeah. yeah. So my super boring morning yeah. uh, allows me to stay uh, flexible in my own head right. for the times that that's required. So on a very simple level, that morning routine for you fuels you, gives you the energy, right? Gives you the time and the space to execute on things that give you the feeling of satisfaction and happiness and, you know, accomplishment before it's even seven o'clock in the morning. You bet. Kind of thing, right? Yeah. And that opens the door for that carryover later. Off we go. Yeah. My, uh, because I exercise and lift heavy things early in the morning, my energy level is up yeah. to begin with. Uh, it carries through. Uh, the rest of the day, if I fuel myself accordingly, mm -hmm. and uh, allows me the the opportunity to continue a disciplined ish routine uh, along the way for what I do. There's, you know, there's uh, lots of things that get thrown at me mm -hmm. uh, depending on the day, but uh, they're all manageable. Mm. Become more manageable. Yeah. So I think because I think a lot of times when people hear discipline they think of a really rigid structure. Yeah, command, control, army, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, yeah, it's not that hardcore. So given that it truly isn't that hardcore, how would you correlate what you identify as discipline and consistency mm. and how those connect with each other? Uh, wow. Uh, well, consistency is uh, its like kind of a culture build. Culture, culture is a repeatable, uh, a repeatable group of things that continue to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, continued behavior. Right. Uh, most people are fairly predictable. Yeah. If you look at them and watch yeah. them long enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm a shining example of that. You, yeah. Um, I know you can read me like a book at this point, so it's <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Um, the consistency part of it is important when you are conscious of where you want to go hmm. so uh, if we use a, a fitness uh, example on that one consistently going is your best shot at uh, making improvements in your in your physical health mm -hmm. if you are continuous and predictable on, on doing that mm -hmm. taking the odd break here and there also good for you but the consistency is the key to that mm -hmm. uh, when you want to level it up again you have to be mindful of what you're doing while you're there too mm -hmm. uh, and that's step two and and gains uh, you say that's more the discipline uh, side, it, like or it can be yeah uh, it can be you have to be disciplined with yourself in the gym to be able to improve yourself or you're gonna or you're gonna lift exactly the same weight every day for the rest of your life yeah. yes you'll be fit mm -hmm. but you're not gonna be any better than you were yesterday yeah what is that doing for your mindset? Yeah. Uh, for most people who want to uh, be feeling good about themselves, uh, they're looking to put a little challenge in. Yeah, that's when the you know my chirpy gym mates kick in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 
how has, what's changed in your consistency throughout your life? Like when you were a kid, were you super consistent as you're like with hockey and sports and whatnot, or did that, when did the discipline action uh, and the consistency in your life kind of really take note or that you really took note of it? Uh, creature of, everybody is a creature of habit. So the habits that were built out from going to school every day, having mm. a uh, set of parents as I did, having, uh, I played, uh, you know, rep hockey my right. whole childhood, which came with, uh, comes with discipline in itself comes with that. Di- you bet. Yeah. And a, and a set of, uh, coaches associated to that, that kept you on task and on point and yeah. the group of people that, that you played with as well. Right. Uh, the competitive element of being human kicks yeah. in uh, yeah. in everything. Yeah. Uh, you have to keep that in check from time to time, but yeah. the uh, that's a that's a function of what keeps you moving as well. Mm-hmm. So Certainly for me. How long did you play hockey for until? Oh, forever, right up through university. Yeah. Okay. So discipline and, and that structure was there through that. Mm-hmm. Once you were out of that. Did you find, once you're out of that world, did you find discipline hard to still hold on to or was it yeah. still ingrained? No, it, was, it uh, fell apart terribly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was, uh, I was so used to having, uh, having structure imposed yeah. that it was, I, I didn't, couldn't do it for myself. Right. So uh, freshman 15 university, yeah, yeah. it's real, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets fat. Yeah. Uh, unless you're playing varsity or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that certainly happened. And then my, uh, uh, my daily physical activity filtered out. Uh, there was, you know, little bits and pieces that would show up. But yeah, it, it came apart. Yeah. It came apart completely. Yeah. It's a good point. I didn't really thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, so when it fell apart for you or when that all sort of happened, you like, because I know for myself too, it was going and playing sports. I didn't play collegiate, but playing sports and, and having that sort of structure that I did, um, once it ended for me, it was due to injury. Uh, knee injury stopped me from playing basketball anymore. And so once that ended, it was, yeah, that sort of feeling of kind of, okay, now what? Now what? And you're kind of floating, mm. right? Um, was there an external source or trigger for you that changed that or, or, or made you go, okay, I need to step up or was it all internal and intrinsic for you or was it a bit of both? I think it's a lot there. Yeah. There's too many things. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many things to, to narrow it to one in particular, your, your station in life at any particular time was a contributor to that. Uh, you know, when it, when it came apart, it was finish university, figure out what you're going to do with your life. Mm -hmm. That the, the scale of that certainly Mm -hmm. had an impact on it, uh, at the time, certainly didn't have the tools available in my own, uh, toolbox to be able to acknowledge that or see it at the time. Retrospects bitch on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the following 10 ish years, uh, several moves across the continent, right. Uh, some fairly serious injuries, you know, yeah. massive uh, skull fracture, concussion, etc. Right. That that'll throw you off. Yeah. <laughs> that'll for a couple of years. Yeah, and uh, then it that was, you know, that was right before another move across the country and figure your life out again. Yeah, and then kids happen. Yeah, 
oh my god and then it's all other adjustment and then you figure it out all out again yeah, yeah. uh but life is life is an un- unpredictable mess sometimes and uh I, at the time going through all of those i didn't have a sense of me right not like i do now yeah uh and it took uh Oh God, man! It, it, the unfortunate bit of 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 it is, I didn't figure out me until well into my thirties. Right. It took a long. And that's fine. Uh, you I know think what? That's a thing. Yeah, you know, like, I'm going to be hard on myself now. Yeah. Like son of a bitch, why didn't you figure yeah. this out well before? But uh, it took that long to mm-hmm. sort out what I wanted, my station in life, what I'm great at, and where I want to go, right? And how to do that well. Yeah. And it took effort and time and. To work in time and and a couple of real big knocks to yeah. to kick it in. Yeah. So I think something I want to kind of dive into on that is the difference for you now when you have when you fall or when you trip up compared to back then. Mm-hmm. What's that difference for you? Still with the underlying thought process of the discipline in your life, thinking of it from the perspective of when you were in playing varsity. Yeah. And that discipline was controlled for you. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of that and you're in a period of time where it's a shit show. Essentially, yeah. Right. And discipline is maybe not a word in your vocabulary at that time. Uh, but there's still moments beforehand where you've fallen and, you know, failed whatever happened, but in a controlled directed discipline to a period where there wasn't any. And then till now where you have a rigid structure, you have your routine, you know yourself. You know where you're going. I won't call but you it rigid. Still fall. R- rigid not isn't rigid. there. No, it no. can't. It can't be. Can't there. be rigid. If it's if it's rigid, you're going to be an asshole. Mm, fair uh, enough. It, yeah. And understanding when to just let go of things. Yeah. Uh, and not be rigid. Yeah. A continuing exercise for me because I fuck that up <laughs> uh, yeah. fairly fairly regularly. Uh, That's a very I, good point, though. Yeah, yeah. You, you can I've learned that rigidity is the best means to failure possible. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Bob and weave. You, you have to. So, yeah. uh, how how that's evolved for me is understanding that a reaction is never your best uh, way of dealing with things. Mm-hmm. A response is far better. That's another big lesson learned from mm-hmm. my personal board of directors. Yeah. Respond and don't react. Right. React is emotional. Yeah. And uh, sharp, immediate, and sometimes, oftentimes, uh, not in your best interest or the best interest of the situation. Yeah. Uh, that take, itself is being disciplined to be that way. To pause. Yeah. yeah to pause. The, the, the discipline <laughs> of pausing. Taking a moment and, yeah. and giving yourself permission to stop, pause, take a moment and reflect. And, and reflect can be the next day if it mm-hmm. needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, I've learned that that is my best way forward is to pause and let it go. Mm-hmm. Whatever re- reaction is going on uh, needs to be filtered through to see what's in it and, uh, mm-hmm. f- for the best and what's not the best. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So when you when you fall now or you you stumble, there's that in, uh, more of a habitual take a breath, take a pause. Yep. Think about it. Let it absorb it. You bet. And then go from there. Whereas prior to that, probably was very more reactionary. Terribly. Yeah. Yeah, and the source of uh, many terrible things for me. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. Uh, reactionary and 
trying to exert a control over some desired outcome that probably wasn't a good, a, a well thought out uh, end result. Right. Yeah, I can relate to that. I think that's something that, like, for me, it's been. Like you said your sort of process of this really the last three years um, has been a big focused, shift. focused, oh, focused, yeah. deadly focused. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been going on for many years, forever, but, but yeah. highly focused. Yeah. yeah, I think that's for me. It's been yeah, very much more focused personally for myself for the last year or so, mm. where it's that same sort of thing of I'm a very uh, stubborn competitive individual you too i know right um and so for years it's that reactionary thing right where i would react 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 and this last year has been a big shift of it hasn't been easy but it's been a big shift of just take a breath if i need to take a minute if i need to take two days if i need to take three months take it yeah because the end result is then actually better and it's a whether it was the thing that makes you feel the best at the end of the day, maybe not, but it's the right thing moving forward. Most of the time, yeah. Right, most of the time. Most so. of the time, yeah. I find the, the the reactive nature, and I still have them. Yeah. Is uh, it's usually fear based reaction because yeah. it's uh, you're suddenly afraid of an outcome you didn't even think of before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, I wanted to know. In your terms, as specific as you want to get with it, what does winning the morning mean to you? What does winning the morning mean to me? Uh, it means that I'm going to feel good about my day uh, if I go through my boring routine. Okay. I'm going to be able to uh, show up effectively. Yeah. That's what winning the morning is for me. Yeah. If, I, if I don't go through my process... I still have the chance of winning in the morning, but my probability isn't as high as if I just did my thing. Yeah. Uh, that you is go through has, that boring has, routine. Yeah, it's God, it's boring. It's like super boring. But it's necessary. Uh, because it, it's become that, yeah. and uh, you know, if we if we go into the rigidity part of it, it flexes too. Yeah. Uh, by the minute, uh, by the ingredients that I have in the house for breakfast. Yeah. It has to be flexible too, and uh, I've learned that uh, uh, having a couple of options and having a plan B for for things along the way is also a very good idea. And that was a uh, a mentor learned for me. Yeah, always have a plan B. Yeah, I mean you're going to use it, but if you have it in your back pocket, you yeah. got something to go to. Did you start off very rigid when you first started kind of creating that routine and and setting that discipline structure? I would say yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I. Uh, there was Brad's way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's important for someone if they're no. starting off or just... No, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, it's super selfish. Mm. Uh, you know, we can get a massive debate on how selfish you should be with yourself. Yeah. And to a degree, I think you always have to be your first advocate yeah. uh, or you're useless to everyone. Yeah. My grandma always said, take care of yourself first. You totally have to. But... Yeah. Uh, if you are not looking after you, you have no ability to look after anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to let that go from time to time based on circumstance. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm a believer of that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, from there, yeah. I, I just want to thank you. Super this fun. Was, Love this. This was, uh, this was a great 
great conversation. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to dig into that. Um, what's what's sort of on the horizon for you? What's happening with you? What's up for me? Well, I've, yeah. t- I've just taken on a new job. Uh, I've, you know, level up kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's very exciting for me. Uh, I'm, uh, I've put myself in a place of discomfort on purpose. It was very deliberate. Yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, quote of, uh, the man in the arena, dare greatly kind of thing. Yeah. I'm in there. I should do a, a quote like tracker on this episode, uh, I think. I think I'm, I'm <laughs> cliche 101. Here we go. Yeah, we can do that. Let's throw uh, Brene Brown in there yeah. too and courage over comfort stuff. It's, right? uh, exactly. it's, it's hardcore right now. Yeah. So that's big on uh, yeah. big on my uh, kick right now. I've just done a, a list of things uh, that I want to do this year that I've never done before. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. all in line with, uh, you know, definite major purpose uh, for me kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. There's personal things on there. There's family things on there. There's relationship things on there. There is fitness goals on there, all kinds of fun stuff. So that's, uh, that's my, that's my win, my coming wins for 2020. Nice. I love it. Um, well, I just wanted to take, uh, just a moment just to, first of all, thank you, uh, to really appreciate you coming on. Uh, done interview style with one of my coaches before, but this is the true real first, interview sit down uh, episode of the daily pursuit so thank you for coming on that way and thank you for uh, being such a influential positive impactful in person for myself Um, and I know that uh, anyone that listens to this um, and knows you uh, will feel that as well Um, you've taught me a lot and I look forward to many more years of learning and and having beers and and shooting the shit. The odd chirp from time to time. The odd chirp from time to time. I expect that, especially on my social. Like I get every so often. It's always good. Um, last thing I wanted to ask uh, was, what is one thing that you're going to do this week to level up your life? Oh, wow. Level up my life this week. Uh, so, if I went back to my uh, my list of, of uh, things. Guys, uh, he literally has a list out right now in his book. Totally do. Yeah, every single day, like I said, write it out in the morning. So, one of the repeaters is because I've started a new job, uh, evolving out a 30, 60, 90 day plan to, to be as successful at that as I can be. Awesome. So, uh, that's that's the, the power of this week. Sweet. Love it. Thank you, man. Thanks, Morgan. Appreciate it. Well, there you have it, you guys. I hope you truly enjoyed this episode with the one and only Brad Halsman. He is a true legend, in my opinion, and someone that I truly appreciate and look up to and has had a massive impact on my life, like I've said. He is someone that has continued to challenge me to become a better individual, a better husband, a better father, a better leader, a better coach. And I hope that you guys were able to take something from this interview. It was truly a pleasure sitting down, chatting with him. We have so many more interviews in the works lined up to do on many, many more topics. But I hope that you guys took something from this one. As always, please leave me a review. If you know someone that would get something out of this episode that would it would leave an impact on please send them the link to this episode please share it out across your social media tag the daily pursuit in it tag me in it underscore morgan hodge underscore on instagram uh, on facebook please just spread the word share this out i truly appreciate your guys support truly love all of you and just want you guys to continue to level up in your life so with that 
Once again, thank you to Brad Holzman. Thank you to all of you for listening. Have an amazing day. Level up. Voices rising like a church choir. Light it up like a wildfire. Sending these dreams.